Welcome to the dark forest. Jackie and her pals will never bore us. Shameless confessions about our obsession will make us laugh and smile. So let's explore the dark forest and dark out for a Jackie Cation, welcome to the Dork Forest. You know the websites, JackieCation.com, DorkForest.com, TheDorkForest.com. You know what I bought? FamilyPetAncestry.com, just because it made me laugh. Because you want to know if your cat came over on the Mayflower. That's what I like to say. Anyway, the credits. Mike Rickberg composed and sang the theme song to the Dork Forest. He sings it with his girlfriend, Sarah Cohen. At the end of the program, he sings the Mexican hat dance, lyrics that he made up. Patrick Brady's going to fix this audio. Hooray! And Vilmos does my website, JackieCation.com. JackieCation.com, by the way, is available for all of your merch needs. If you were to need a Dork Forest t-shirt, a ranger of the Dork Forest t-shirt, all union-made in America, so they run big because they're made by Americans. And uh, shipping is included, so they're, I believe, $25 for a T-shirt, and I think it might be $30 internationally. And then all of my CDs are there, Circus People, It's Never Gonna Be Bread, and the new one, This Will Make an Excellent Horcrux. Along with the DVD is available, This Will Make an Excellent Horcrux. Allthingscomedy.com slash Jackie Cation has a $5 download of essentially that same DVD. The only thing different about the hard copy of the DVD is there's a bonus track. There's a DVD extra. Anyway, you can order all that stuff at the store page on JackieCation.com. There's an Amazon banner on the front page of JackieCation.com, which is a portal into Amazon. Then you just order regular like you do at Amazon, and I get a kickback for your purchases. So if you want to support the show that way, that is also an exciting way. Exciting? Whatever. And... Other than that, I usually ask for donations, but it is December, and so it's uh, the holiday I enjoy is Christmas. If you enjoy Hanukkah, happy Hanukkah, uh, Kwanzaa, solstice, I hope all of it. If you're an atheist, I hope you get your laundry done. That's my joke about this time of year. Anyway, but what I'm saying is don't donate to the Dork Forest in December. What you should do is find a food bank in your neighborhood. Google the words food bank and the name of your town, city, or village, and there will be a food bank. I promise you there will be. And give them the 10, 20, or 100 bucks that you were going to throw at the Dork Forest, and they will buy uh, people a sandwich, and it will be nice. Anyway, there's going to be an ad. It's going to be Joe Wilson's ad. I love that. And then there's going to be a show. So thanks a lot for tuning in. Let's do this. Hello, Rangers. My name is Joe Wilson, and some of you might recognize my voice from the first two years of the Dork Forest when I co-hosted with Jackie. I left the forest to tell stories, and I'd like to tell you one. This story is both a live-action series and a graphic novel. The live-action series has cast members like Marsha Wallace, who was the voice of Edna Krabappel on The Simpsons, Kirsten Vangsness, who you might know as Penelope Garcia on Criminal Minds. The story is about Don, a hitman who dies, does the whole light at the end of the tunnel thing, and hears the voices of people he killed, and comes back to life very inspired not to die, ever. So he arranges to become a vampire, and never planned on biting his wife, but then he got hungry, and his wife bit her mother, who is now moving in for eternity, Vampire Mob. It's a comedy, a drama, has a little action, a lot of swearing, (laughs) and uh, you can watch and read it right now for free at VampireMob.com. Thanks. I hope you enjoy it. VampireMob.com. Hello, Rangers of the Dork Forest. Jackie Cation here sitting in... There should be horns. There should be. Call forth the rangers of the Dork Forest. Plus one and two initiative to everybody who knows what it means. Let's do it. (laughs) I'm sitting in my living room here in Van Nuys with Ngayo Bilam. Ngayo, it is... Ungayo, actually. Ungayo. Oh, I probably should have told you that in the pre-show notes. It's oh, like like one rooster. I like. But well, you're from the Midwest, so it almost has to be Ungayo. 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 It's like Mbele. Mbele. You know the Mbele people. Sure. But it's N G A I O. Ungayo was his name. I used to do telemarketing. I'm uh slightly. I used to, it used to be one of my one of my mad skills is that I could pronounce people's names correctly. So when slightly off. That's, Some that's, small amount of shame. It's so close, though. Like, it's pretty darn If close. I had answered the phone and you said, is Ngayo Bilam there, I would not have pegged you for a telemarketer. That's right. You right. would have been like, oh, this is probably someone who knows who's... Someone, maybe someone's maybe calling with a gig. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> right? Oh, you're close enough for gig talk. Exactly. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, the telemarketers and the collection agents are always like, <laughs> is Nagyo Bloom around? Bloom. He's not here. <laughs> he is not here. He's clearly gone. 
So with your money. But on Twitter, it's ngaio420. Yes, because there's. What does that 420 stand for? There's I 419 other. Other guys. Oh, I really, you really, is that yeah, how it happened? Well, if you ask my grandma. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. So She's dead. You're. <laughs> And you didn't kill her. No, 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 no. Natural causes is uh, what it was actually ruled. Right. (laughs) You can't choke on your own vomit. Exactly. Oh, (laughs) Jesus H. Christ. Uh, you may not know this, but Ungayo does a little stand-up comedy. I've and, been known. Uh, that, that's, you've been known. You're a Sacramento comic, right? Yeah, well, that's where I live now. Uh, originally right. a San Francisco comic. Yeah. So I was an L.A. comic for a small amount of time. And it's all Bay Area anyway. I mean, it's about an hour away, right? An hour isn't and it? a half. Yeah. 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 It's pretty close. Close enough. Right. So you have, let's get let's get the business out. If people want to follow you on the Twitter, uh, it's Ungayo420. Ungayo, uh, and yes. then the 420 friendly comedy special yes. is on iTunes or video on demand. Yeah, you Where's can, it on video on demand if if you don't have a website? You can go to like oh if you don't have a um if you don't have a website. It's, like it's on not, the it uh part? what's the Cox is it Cox something or other? I you know, just how do you I know who, that sex is who, one of your who's listening? Who's cock? C C C O X Cox. As oh, in, there we go. Uh, <laughs> who's cock are you talking about? Uh, who, who's listening to a podcast that doesn't know how to get on the internet? That's my question. Oh, everybody if, knows that. If, if you can download a podcast, words, you, you're probably on the internet already. In other words, they have a better idea of how to get to it than I do. Right. Is what if you're saying. You just put 420 friendly comedy special in, and it comes in your magic box and it says, did you mean the 420 comedy special? <laughs> 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 Not one of the series of 420 comedy specials that are out there. And then your CD is called Weed and Sex. Yes. And New Year's Eve, you're playing the punch. Uh, yes. Punchline. Special early show, 7.30. 7.30. For, you know, old people and pre-funkers. Oh, that is nice. You want to continue to party elsewhere. Right. They're like, All do right. you want to do both shows? I was like, you know what? I'll just do the early show. If I have an option, then no I can kidding. go do some things my own self. Exactly. You could yeah. fall over in a heap. My my own New Year's or, Eve. Or pass out in a cloud of smoke. I wonder if this will go up before New Year's Eve. I hope so. If it no, isn't, where we'll are you going to be out. in January? Where are you going to be in January? Uh, that good. Your guess is as good as mine. Follow no him way. on Twitter. Follow him on Twitter and he'll <laughs> I, tell you. I will be, I'm going to be in Reno and Carson on the 29th and Carson 30th. Carson City. Yes. Uh, I'm going to be at the Tulalip Casino on January 15th. Excellent. Put a dollar on red for me. You got it. Have you, have you played the Tulalip Casino for Pat Wilson up there? For Pat Wilson. Yeah, I'm old school like that. Pat Wilson and I had a small falling out, uh, Uh where, uh, she offered me a bunch of gigs and this is probably 15 years ago. Sure. We've been at it a long time. Sure. She, uh, uh, she had gigs outside of Seattle, but no hotels. Uh. And so I said yes. Broke off to do the math again. Mm-hmm. Called her right back within 15 minutes, and she said, "You know, if you cancel these gigs, I, I can't book you anymore." Ever. 15 minutes, Pat. I was like 15 minutes, and I said, uh, "That's probably okay if you don't have any hotel." <laughs> if you rooms. can't cover my expenses, <laughs> we're not right because right. I can't afford to do your work. Yeah. I think yeah, yeah, yeah. that you seem very nice, but I can. It's all be merchandising and casual sex. That's uh, that's oh, okay. how you can afford <laughs> to go. You just got to meet a dude with it's a, a party. with a couch. It's a party. Sweet. <laughs> Sell some merch. Um, it's you know, on someone's couch. Now, it's like punk rock. It's like punk exactly. rock in the eighties. That's how you do one nighters. This now. is a. It, that's how I did one nighters in the eighties. So what I'm, I'm good not doing those again Ooh, anymore. I'm, we're pushing. We're pushing the five zero here. I can't. I can't deal. Yeah. So, um, but what I like is well, let's talk about. I mean, we can talk about comedy. Comedy is always fun. But eh, but let's let's go backwards. You get you sent me a list of dorkdoms that made yes. me laugh. Oh, uh, right I like on. that. Sex was the last one. Let's start from the back and go forward. Huh. That's is what, that that's how you is that how you do it? Boom. Thank that's you. what. Boom. <laughs> Hardworking and earnest. Uh, tab A, slot A, my friend. Uh, that is uh, that Read is the fucking manual. Is exactly. that what you're saying? <laughs> that is what I'm saying. <laughs> There's a sheet with a hole in it. No, it's not that bad. But uh, I am hardworking <laughs> and earnest. <laughs> How about yourself? What do you like about the sex? Do you like the uh, the whole thing? Do you like putting putting the pokey bit into the softer bit? I like to the smoke the, the weed and then have the sex. Do the smoky pokey? Oh, smoky say. pokey! Sure, it's sure. Uh, okay. That's right because weed is uh, next on our we, on our my list album's of, called Weed and Sex. Exactly. So. Right, right. And Ron Funches was just talking about it. I thought we could do some comparative. He was talking about weed and sex. Ron and I have never had weed and sex together. Well, that is really for the best. I'm uh, not above it. <laughs> no, no. And he's very handsome. He's very as handsome. are you? Yes. And the two of you with the spoon. And the cuddling. There's a lot. There's a lot of facial hair involved. Though. I feel like there'd be a lot of hair, a lot, a lot of fur balls or something. I don't sure, know. but well, that's... maybe fur balls is his nickname from college. And, I don't know. Ron Furballs Funches. <laughs> Furball Funch. He. You know the, the weird thing is, is that uh, I wonder about because uh, men folk who are yeah. with other men folk. 
Um, I'm straight, by the way, but it does, it's so not far, that there's anything wrong right? with it. Right, right, right. Um, I'm 46. I'm pretty sure I know where pretty, I'm standing. It's going to be a go-to. There's that. That's going to be the. I'm not like if I'm not married by 55, I'm shack up with some dude. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not at that point in my life. I actually said to my brother, <laughs> some 80 year old dude who thinks I'm hot. <laughs> Could be. You never know. Oh, you're looking for an older guy Don't to buy say sweaters? Never. I'm just saying, yeah. never say never. You're right. So, so far, straight. And you enjoy the heterosexual sex. I enjoy the heterosexual sex. Why do you sex. consider that a dorkdom? As you have some cashews. By the way, if you're allergic to nuts, um, there is, um, probably there's too late. nuts, there's nuts in the cashews. Nuts in the cashews? Yeah, the cashews have nuts in them. Thank you for pointing that out. No problem. I was, I was worried. Are these, are these nuts nut free? <laughs> these are nut free nuts. And then this dark chocolate is, uh, is, uh, dark chocolate. Just so you know. And this has, if you're allergic to salt. And it has sea salt. <laughs> well, sea salt in it. I'm worried about my high blood pressure. So <laughs> right. maybe I should lay off the sea salt caramels. <laughs> the sea salt caramels. That's where it falls apart. That's right. Where, no salt on my tequila shot, please. Because exactly. hypertension kills black people. I know. It's so sad. It's so- <laughs> any, any number of things kill black people right Cops, now is what I'm saying. Hypertension. Exactly. I'm like, oh, we're talking about killing black people now. Mm, right. <sighs> uh, how, we were talking about sex. Yeah, let's go Not back to sex. Not with dead black people. Dead black Unless people. That's Unless that's your dorkdom, is uh, I always feel bad for people whose kink is surprising people with their kink. Oh right. <laughs> How do you you can't negotiate that? But I like to surprise you with my freakiness. Oh, that is weird. Right. You might want to have a little bit of a dialogue. <laughs> be like, be ready. Be ready. I'm gonna take this stuffed animal out that has a squeaky toy in it, and I like to have it to be shoved in my ear. Your ear? What? Um, sure. I don't know. Sure. I'm oral just making sex. things up. Oral with an A. You. Oral. You Boom. See how we do Boom. That? I Boom. see what happened nuts there. Nuts in your nuts. That was very funny. Uh, I laughed against my will. So talk to me briefly <laughs> about. <laughs> I prefer my laughs to be consensual. <laughs> I really do. Right. So, okay. I put something in your coffee, by the way. Uh, Jello pudding. Jello. Oh, see, and we're see, back. See how we did that? We're back to negative. <laughs> negative things are happening in my brain once Jello pudding gets. Is this the up. dark forest or the dark forest? I it is. It's the it, dark dork forest. This particular episode. Speaking of dark dorks, back to a, sex. We're, we're only ten minutes in. We're good. We got so time. We got time to to. Why is sex your dorkdom? Why did you list that? Uh, because. People should talk more about. It. People have told me that my act is uh, somewhat sex positive. Oh, really? And I hadn't even really thought about that. I was just talking about sex and things I like. I've been accused. Like some a lady came up to me after a show once. She's like, "You just want to smoke pot and get laid." I was like, "Uh, well, I kind of want everybody to smoke pot and get oh, laid, not just me. The, nice. like, you're describing you some selfishness to me, right? 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 I'm a giver. You're and a giver. You're gonna take it. That's it. And, uh, consensually. <laughs> consensually and after negotiations. And into small negotiations. Would you like this Compromise. joint? Compromise. Would you enjoy this penis? These types of things. Right. Excellent. Sometimes the, well, just the joint and the joint, I suppose. And the joint <laughs> and the boom. No, no one says joint as a, as a, uh, euphemism you, for penis anymore. I missed, uh, I must have missed that, uh, that memo when, when, when the joint was, a. Uh, I think that's even back during my, like my dad's day. Okay. Right. It is. Joint. It is and, bendy. And, and cock used to be, you could, it was interchangeable for either sex, but now it has come to be more known as, as the, the male, male member. The male member. The male member. Um, yeah, and where, I, I said the word cock earlier. I don't say the word cock a lot, but I was like, mm, he said cocks. And then yeah, I, I went said cocks. And you had to and do it. I, it's because it's for the joke. Right. Exactly. We all do, we all, we all do things we wouldn't ordinarily do for the joke. That's it's kind true. of in our nature. So what, so <laughs> your, your material about sex, is it, now you say it's, you talk about sex. Yeah. So is it, do you talk about the variety of different kinds of sex? Um, what's, what's premise wise? I, without, I, I, you I can encourage, do punchlines. I don't care, but you can tell me premise. I encourage people to get laid. Okay. I'm like, really, you should, you should have sex. Uh, like Richard Pryor said, uh, getting some pussy beats having a war. Okay. True. Right. Okay. Um, and then I offer some sex tips. Oh, then there's sex tips. There's sex tips. We find the G spot. We do some things. Okay. You, okay. So there is, there's searching for orgasm. We discuss safe words. There's, there's oh, this, there you go. You did know. you know that Barry Manilow's safe word is apricot? Did you know how, that? How did, did you know that? I don't know how Maria Bamford told me that, but she must have heard that from somebody because <laughs> I heard it down, uh, <laughs> down the causeway. Someone was like, Hey, did you know that Barry Man, someone must have told her that because then she told me that. And then I've been telling everyone. I think that's possibly... just an internet rumor. Oh, have that... you gone to Snopes? I will. <laughs> I have not gone to Snopes. Apricot, but... can you say that through a ball gag? 
Oh, it's true. It depends. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah, that right, sounds close enough. Right, as long as you enunciate. Mm-hmm. So, um, if you like it, I'd say uh huh. Uh huh. See, it could be misconstrued. Right, it could be. It could, it could sound like you wanted. Yes, I'm having a great time. Right. I thought you said apricot. start slacking off. Mm-hmm. Apricot. Yeah, I don't know how to. I don't know how to do that with a ball gag in. Uh, <laughs> well, let's practice. <laughs> What time's your and husband home? Exactly. He'll be home any minute. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. So what else? What else about sex? Yeah. What's not to like about sex? I think... Um, what do you like about it? That's the entire show, by uh, the way. Uh, you talk about the thing that you like. <laughs> I, I don't mean to put the pressure on you. And we can move to science fiction books. There you go. No, what do, what no, 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 no. It's, uh, it's your show, man. It's my show. Yeah. I came to your house. Um, sensuality. Okay. Is the key. I think a lot of people forget about pleasure and enjoying sensations and sharing. Um, like I say, it's a team sport, right? Okay. So you're kind of communicating. You're working together with somebody. Okay. You're doing some things. There's some give and take. You're figuring out. You're paying attention. It's it's a zen thing also for me, right? Like comedy is very zen or basketball yeah, yeah. is very zen or shooting an arrow. Right. It's concentration. You're in the zone. Right. Right. Your breathing's good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Okay. You're feeling it. You're like in it, but you're still kind of detached in the back from it. You know what I'm talking about? Like, oh, yeah. yeah, this is great. I'm going to do this. She's like, oh, wow. She's like that. That's the kind of thing I like. I like the interplay. Okay. And is it is it different um, from one-night stands to relationship kind of situation? I mean, in a one-night stand, it's got to be a little bit more. I mean, how does the sensuality show up in a one-night stand situation? Well, I mean... All of my one night stands, I've hammered, lying there, ah, yeah, and, and waiting for something to happen, yeah, and me doing my damn just to be to be party to if it. If someone but, is completely smashed and trying yeah. to throw it to me, I generally will not accept it because there's not enough in it, right? There's not enough in it, and it's a lot of it's more uh, it's more of a job than anything else. Yeah, you might as well fun. go master. Where's the give and take? Yeah, there's not right. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And also, you know, it's tricky. Can drunk people give consent? Are you taking advantage of somebody? Like, right. if I know you and we've been hanging out for a while or something and you yeah. get hammered and you still want to do it, sure. Because I've right. had permission before right. or whatever. And right. I know you're like that. But, but you just meet somebody. If I just met you and you're super hammered and you're... You're just like, nah, I feel like doing something. And there's not enough words. There has to be words. <laughs> there has to be like genuine consent going on. I'm yeah. a sapiosexual, so uh, what's that mean? You're turned on by thoughts and okay. minds and okay. brains, right? So that's really. Uh, so you want to have the conversation? I like to chop it up. Okay. Right. Yeah. All yeah, right. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. It's. I mean, you don't even have to. I'm old. I don't even have to have the sex. Just the idea that some sex might occur in oh, the is future enough to really excite you. Oh, uh, you know. Yeah. Listen. Yeah. I'm not trying to brag. I don't have any problems. So, no, no. I'm a, I'm a comic. Right. And I got enough self-esteem issues to keep me promiscuous for a long time. Okay. So, <laughs> right. <laughs> safely, safely yeah. and honestly. Sure. Don't get it twisted. No, no, no. Yeah, and, you can and edit no, that and out no right judge. now. I'm kidding. And, and no judgment. <laughs> I mean, I'm like, Why would you if, judge? the thing is, is it's like if, if, if your life is about enjoying your life, you know, it'd be like someone saying, what I really like to do is I like to eat an entire shrimp ring. I like to get myself a shrimp ring. And knock myself out. And you're like, well, you're a consenting adult. Do you have twelve ninety nine? Then you go do whatever you want, right? So you're consen- buy some extra lemons because they don't give you enough lemons on the plate. There's never enough <laughs> cocktail <laughs> sauce, and so you get like with a it. Little horseradish in my cocktail Ooh, sauce. That, that is nice. That is nice. So, but I mean, yeah. So I don't. I don't. But there is. There's so much of a difference in trying to. To really have that sensual experience with a one night stand versus some, when you have sex over and over and over again with the same person and you're like, Hey, w- that was fun yesterday. Let's try this thing today. Right. That, that's true. That's yeah. true. But you know, I'm really, uh, all right. We're going to talk about myself a little bit here. Let's do it. Odd, odd thing. <laughs> I believe in you. Safe, uh, safest space in the world, by the way. The you're right. <laughs> Literally, <nobody laughs> thousands of listeners. Thousands is the safest of listeners. World. Everybody is super Here's supportive. Yes. Um, I forgot what I was talking about. Uh, the, 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 the way I am. Yeah. And this is not for everybody. Right. It's it's your. Uh, uh, it's that. What's the Ricky Nelson song? I'm a traveling man. I okay. Made a lot of stops. Yeah. So I, so for I got you, FWBs. All over the world. Which is fuck buddies of some sort, right? Friends with benefits. Friends with benefits. Okay, right. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I went with an F and a B. I forgot the W. I was right. like, fuck what? it with black guys. 
with, with the friends with benefits. And so you guys, you essentially have, have recurring people that you make love to as you travel and do stand-up comedy. Sometimes we fuck, but yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. 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 Okay. So, um, so, so you, there can, is recurring... you can sometimes explore and, and things like that too. Yeah. There's a connection, right? Yeah. You know, it's just something to do. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's fun. And some people, and some people are like that. Some people like to be monogamous and hang out with the same person forever, do some, something. And some people like to, you know, ramble all and... over. And some people like to have a few, well, humans are humans, man. It's great. Right. Every, and, and it, it, and it is, I think it's interesting because like the number of times that I, my one night stand situation was not great. Sure. Was it like a three year period um, <laughs> in the early nineties where you I, thought you'd try it for a while? I think we gotta go, uh, 84 yeah. to 2000, 2000. Who was president? Jackie? 1998. <laughs> I would say. That's a pretty good run. Yeah. That, that's 14 a, years is a pretty good run. That's a pretty good run. Pretty good run. And, but the thing is, is I didn't do it a lot because I'm not really good socially. Sure. And, you know, men often say women can get laid whenever they want. Mm. But you really can't because you have to make a conscious decision you, whenever, to take yeah. your life into your own hands to sleep with a stranger. That's the challenge. And so you have to go, oh, I don't care. A safe and, stranger, though. Perhaps someone who well, you, is you, you slightly good... famous and is leaving town tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> right. But you got to look for a good vibe, right? I mean, you got to look you, for you a, a vibe. positive vibe. Right. And It's way more intimate for I feel, I mean, I'm not trying to mansplain or anything, but no. uh, I feel like it's way more intimate for women because you're actually letting someone in. Right. Very it's a much whole so. whole different mindset. Which is, which is what I think is fascinating of like, cause supposedly, you know, gay men, this is just a theory I've heard, mm-hmm. are often very promiscuous. Mm-hmm. And, cause uh, they're dudes. Cause dudes, and, and so they are often letting a man in, you know, yeah. and, and how dangerous is that? And I wonder, uh, Next dork for us, we talk to a gay man who's a bottom. Ladies and gentlemen, let's nice. get <laughs> just anybody out there. Anyway, I'm so, sure. I'm sure you'll I'm get sure some phone calls or emails or sure, Twitter Jackie ads. at JackieCation. It'll be fine. But Jackie at JackieCation.com. That's my email address. There you go. So, uh, Ungayo420 at whichever. Gmail or Yahoo uh, or Yahoo, AOL. Yahoo. Use the okay, Yahoo. There. And don't use the. <laughs> don't use Comcast. No. no anyway. So. Right. Yeah. So. But I. Because. It is like I, I met a guy one time who told me that he had sex nine times in one night, and I was That's like, "That's a lot." How do you do that? Well, and I was like, "Well, so you was came nine times." He was, I think, thirty-two at the time. So did he maybe come all nine times? That's he told me he did. And I was like, that is some gutsy stuff, brother. Uh, cause I don't think that that's, and, and then I talked to like women. So there was a, a woman I met not long ago. The reason this, uh, this, I was reminded cause the guy thing was probably 15 years ago that he ta- told me this, but the woman, this woman told me that she had 32 orgasms <laughs> in a night. Yeah. <laughs> I believe that more than I believe some guy came nine times. Really? What's the old joke? What is the old joke? There's the guy from Utah. He's uh he's got sixteen wives and every night he makes love to every single one of his wives. And so okay. some agent from New York hears about this. He's like, Hey, I got a plan. We're gonna put you on Broadway. You bring the wives out, you bang every single one of them. We'll make a million dollars. We'll make a million dollars every yeah. night, right? You do this every night, it's crazy. Right. So they rent the hall, everything, boom, 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 boom. Pa- place is packed, everybody wants to does this guy really do this? It's crazy. Right. He barely gets through four wives before he's done and he's tired. Right. And the agent comes running up to him after the show. Dude, what the hell? What happened? What the fuck? What's going on? He goes, I don't know, man. It all went well in rehearsal today. Oh, hilarious. I see what happened there. You hey, see? boom. See how you do that? <laughs> boom. Maybe you don't dress rehearse that show. Yeah, you do not dress rehearse that <laughs> Maybe show. You just go. That Maybe guy. it's really like an improv or You know a Bill Dwyer's joke about Mormons, <laughs> 16 wives? No. He's like, I just want one more. I know it'll ruin the bunk bed situation, <laughs> but I just want 17 wives. <laughs> and um, the, there's a lot more to it. There's a lot that one used to do a bit about. Uh, oh yeah, about having love- more than one wife. Like, how does it? I, all I can imagine is just walking around all day, going like, "Are you mad? Why are you mad? What are you upset about? Oh, hey, yeah. What's wrong with you? And why are you upset? And what do we need to talk about? And why are you mad?" <laughs> I think that is uh, that is prior to Matt Weinold meeting his uh, current wife. Sure, sure. He, <laughs> he he was a little upset I more think in he, the early nineties. Yeah, in the early nineties, I think that things weren't working out with the ladies. You know, you learn to pick them a little better for the long termers once you yeah, get once think, you get old. I think I think so. I always think about like people who are, who they're, uh, cause I heard some guy do a joke the other night. He said, you know, women, women just don't want men to be happy. And I was like, who are you hanging out with? 
God. Yeah, you're hanging out with the wrong. Please people. hang out with the right women. Right. Try and to find someone a little more codependent. Or, or any, <laughs> anything. It's just, but you want to, you want to say to the guy, or, or a woman will say that about guys. You know, yeah. they'll, she'll be like, well, men don't want women to be happy. They just want them to step and fetch it and do all this bullshit. And you're like, again, you're, you're hanging out the with wrong the dudes. wrong man. And, which made me flip it around and go, why would I ever, if, if I find myself hanging out with someone that I don't want to be happy, that means that I do not even like them. It means, yeah, you should probably much look, less look love at different them. options. Right. There has to be someone that I... Unless I your childhood was really that fucked up. And right. that's how you think you show love is by shitting on people. Right. Because that is that is complete bullshit. And I mean, you just need... Yeah. You just... I mean, you have to hang out with someone you want to be happy. I mean, and I suppose I that's, think the whole point is for the other person to be happy. Not in some sort of freaky, super codependent way. But you work but, together to help each other to, to enjoy things. Everybody have a good time in the sack is the way... I mean, I, I do a joke about how, how the, how everybody, like 98% of all people on the planet want the person they're having sex with to have a good time. Yes. And even one night stand guys would be like, I'm leaving, but that was fun, right? I'm never calling you, but good times were had. Oh, I'll, I'm out I'll send here. you a text. Or... Yeah. But no, I mean, but Shit, the, you would be surprised at the, <laughs> the, the attentiveness. No, the women who don't like oh, expect they're, they have no problem. It's a whole different world out there in the 21st century. Yeah. It's not, uh, a lot of people aren't as hung up on that old school stuff. Well, I anymore. never, I never expected anything afterwards. Sure. I was just like, uh, as long as we used Well, they didn't have them. cell phones in 1984. You had to leave a message on the machine. Hi, it's me. <laughs> uh, I just wanted to say, I know you were kind of drunk, but I had a great time and, uh, see you when yeah. I get back. Yeah, exactly. I, I don't know if you're... You send a letter. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Thank you, God. Dear John. No, no, his name's John. His name's really John, I promise. <laughs> so, okay, I think I think we've, we've dorked out enough about sex for me to... Because that, the thing is, is whenever anybody says something weird as like a dorkdom or something that I'm like... Is sex is weird as a dorkdom? Well, it is. It's It seems super unique as a dorkdom. I was like, how does that make it a dorkdom? Really? I feel like I know but, some people who... Like, it's definitely like people? a hobby or a thing. Like, you think about swingers clubs yeah, yeah. or kinky people or things Oh, bowl like of that. keys. Let's do this. Bowl of keys party. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, uh, but I like, I like the idea of, uh, this is my other favorite one, obscure comic book superheroes. Right? Tyrock, Matter Eater Lad. What? Yeah. I've never heard of either of those. Sunfire. Sunfire, I think. Is that DC? Yeah, Marvel. He was the next guy. X-Men oh, guy. he was an X. Oh, okay. he died hella quick. Oh, did he? Oh, sure. I think he's been back sure. though since Dial I started H reading comics. Hero, he may have come back. Okay, Dial H for Hero. I yeah. love that series. Yeah, that was a great series. They just brought it back. They brought it back a couple of times, yeah, and then yeah. they dialed E for for uh, Evil. Did you? Did I you, didn't read the Dial E for Evil once. I only. It was a short. It was, it was a, short a short arc. Yeah, I have to so find it. it wasn't bad. But the Dial H for um for Hero, I think it was like ten years ago or eight years ago when they first rebooted that because it was an original yeah, yeah, series, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah, I think the, the yeah it was like back 50s in the day. or sixties series, right? From like way back. like yeah, late yeah, yeah. late sixties, early seventies, maybe. Yeah, and yeah, um, yeah, yeah. so what about um? So who are your favorite comic uh, obscure comic book superheroes? Uh, offhand, uh, Hawk and the Dove. What is that? Who are they? That's a they're a sixties offshoot as well. They were part of the Teen Titans uh, for a minute. Okay, uh, in, back in the like, brothers. They're brothers, Hawk and the Dove. The Hawk and the Dove. Okay. Um, uh, one a pacifist. Okay. One kind of an angry hothead guy. Oh, that is awesome. Right. And right. this is DC. And this is one's DC. a warhawk and the other's and, a peace dove. Right, right, right. And so then they would turn into their superheroes. And uh, Hawk, of course, has the super martial powers, can yeah. fight everything. And then Dove has crazy, like, passive jujitsu and thinking skills. And all oh, he doesn't really throw punches and all this other kind of shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. I totally want to read that. <laughs> that is. I think they rebooted it in the 90s again, too. And then Dove was a chick. Okay. But they were still related and still. Yeah, yeah, they were still sibs. Yeah, siblings. still sibs. Sure, nice. And, uh, that, and that's a DC title. That's a DC title. That's great. You got sure. another one? Uh, did we, Matter Eater Lad. Yeah, Matter, M-A-T-T-E-R? Matter hyphen eater, E-A-T-E-R, Lad. Does he eat matter? Any and all. All matter. Any and all matter, uh, apparently, uh, in the future, in the Legion of Superheroes, another DC deal. Okay. Uh, his people grew up on a planet where there wasn't much to eat, so they developed very strong jaws and digestive systems. Okay. And they could, could just eat, eat hand grenades, rocks. Any, 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 anything, any form of matter. He could just eat it and, wow. uh. Sort of a, a noun eater. He, he, he saved the thing. entire universe. 
He saved the universe. He saved the entire universe. Because he can eat any sort of horrible thing that's coming towards... I can't remember the name of the device. It was some sort of crazy device that was going to explode everything, and so he fucking ate it. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Yeah. (laughs) And then the energies involved drove him mad and insane, and so he was... That was it. He's kind of in an asylum now. Oh, fair enough. But he could eat it. But he did, in fact, eat it. He just couldn't process it. It was too much. It was too much. There was indigestion. Really kind of a clever way to get rid of matter, matter eater, eater lad. lad. I mean, he went out a hero. And why he did go out so a hero, and, and he was a lad. He was. A, he, he was, was a lad. Well, the least superheroes, you all had to be teenagers, right? Oh, and, okay. Because it was beginning. Superboy and Super. They went back into the past to recruit Superboy because he was the. Um, okay. He was like the greatest champion of all. Did Superboy Superman. turn into Superman? Yes. Or was Superboy okay? You don't. I see all these comic books in your. Oh, uh, I, I, my DC knowledge is not deep. You're a marveler, but that's yeah. Sandman. Oh, that's Vertigo. Huh? That's, that's Vertigo. Like, that's yeah, yeah. That is an offshoot. We got the, we got the, 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 and, and those are all Andes because I've read Sandman, but mm-hmm. I read them in, he handed me uh, essentially 75 comics. Did books. you like the books the, of magic? I did read the books what about of the magic. the preacher series. I did not get into the preacher series. Some no. people love the preacher series. I love the preacher series, but it's a little. What it, it is, it's a lot darker. It's if way I darker. And it's but not it's super American. Right. Cause it's, he's not the greatest hero in the world. He, no. No, no, he turns code. out. He's got a code. Does he have a code? Jesse's got what a code. What is his code? He's Texan. That's his code? Pretty much. You know, not a lot of people live by a code anymore. Repo men. Repo men live by a code. Repo Remember men. that quote from the movie Repo uh, Man? Uh, I do. Uh, okay. My so. favorite thing of Repo Man is that uh, everything was generically labeled. Yes. Uh, food, yes, it was. Water, all that. I love that part. Plate of shrimp, six ninety nine. Plate of shrimp, six ninety nine. <laughs> it was, uh, and I love. Not a lot of people live by a code. Uh, that was one of my favorite uh, quotes from from the from the movie Repo Man. Uh, so he had no code. That's from. Um, What's that? That's the Kiefer Sutherland and when he's in Stand the Jack me. Nicholson no. and, uh, and Demi Moore. And Lost Boys. No. Jack Nicholson uh, wasn't Lost No Boys. Small Affairs. Oh, uh, no Small Affairs. killing me. <laughs> Demi Moore and Matthew Broderick. Demi Moore, Jack Matthew Nicholson, Broderick. Kevin Bacon. Wow. Tom Cruise. Uh, you Can't Handle the Truth? You Can't Handle the Truth. That movie. That All movie. right. Okay. You Can't Handle the Truth movie, which but is you, what it should have been called. It should have been called that. Uh, was, overacting for Oscar season. That was it. It was a lot of everybody uh, well-groomed in different uh, military uniforms. Doing their best shtick. Shtick. Uh, all right. What You got another one? Um, Matter Eater Boy. And Matter Eater Lad. Lad. Excuse not me. boy. Exactly. Right. They were all Element Lad, Color Lad. El- did uh, Element Lad c- uh, control the elements? He could transmute did- elements, which is a pretty cool superpower. That is a pretty cool it. superpower. Turn- Turn all the water in your body to something or all the hydrogen in the air to oxygen or all the blah, blah, blah. What do you think of this? Two weeks ago, I talked with Joseph Scrimshaw and he... I'm a fan of his art. Are you? I don't know. Oh, and he's a comic. He's just he's another comic. <laughs> oh, I just thought he... Yeah, nerd comic. What's a, and, uh, but, a well-bone etcher. Because <laughs> of the Scrimshaw? Yeah. Yeah. Is that the a, actual... Cheap, 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 cheap attempt at a joke. Is a Scrimshaw a whalebone etcher? Uh, well, that's the, the art. When, you, when it's finished, it's known as Scrimshaw. Fun fact. See, now I've learned right, a thing. You etched your shit into the whalebone or the tusk or whatever. Yeah, you're that's seen. called a that's scrimshaw. Note to self: I did not know what that ah, was. Bullet ah. scrimshaw. There you are, sir. In guy, uh, four twenty. I'll, I'll take Please. shit only I know for six hundred. Exactly. That's perfect. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> right, what are you gonna do? Plug it in and get get a little uh, get, get a little juice it up. Juice it up? That's this is excellent. Usually, I'm the one who stands up. So that I can answer the phone that accidentally goes off. You're, oh, sure. you've, you've taken the initiative here and I like it. I'm doing my best. I, but what I did do was Joseph Scrimshaw defined, uh, what Batman's superpower actually was. Wealth. He said he was an adult. In the original TV series, he was an actual adult. What do you mean? That he would respond to things Everyone else was crazy and childish and weird. Huh. And Bat huh. and huh. Batman was an actual adult and Batman? he had Robin. But not in the reboot of the movies. In the reboot of the movies, he's a Batman. Are you talking about the TV the sixties TV, TV show? The sixties TV show. He was essentially Careful Chum. Careful Chum. He was essentially Beaver's dad. He kinda was. <laughs> yeah. He kinda was. But really, um, you could, almost, you could almost see that in, in some of the comic books too, where everybody's out of control and, and, and Batman is like the realist. 
Yeah. You know, uh, because Superman's the idealist and then Batman is like the real politic, the pragmatist. Like, Yeah. He's like, well, we're going to do this, but you're going to be, you're not going to like every yeah, minute of it. It's going to be kind of shitty. It's going to be because <laughs> you were, I am a grown up and these are things right. that you these have are, to These are things that actually happen in the rule. It's not always fair, Clark. Yeah. Life isn't always fair, Clark. <laughs> I see. I can totally see that in a comic book. Right? Because right. Clark is like, well, I'm going to make it fair. And you're like, no, you can't. You can't, it. Clark. I'm so, live with I know you can hear. Did you ever read um, Irredeemable? No. That is the, it is a, it's, is it a boom title? Is it a, is it an image title? I forget who did it. And, but it's a, it's a Superman like character who loses his mind in a Superman like way oh. and commits, commits uh, genocide. Heinous acts. I'm yeah. Sure. Because the thing is, is the, the first, I think the first panel, he saves an airplane. Like the airplane is going to crash into a stadium. He stops it. He saves the people. He's helping people off. And you can tell that he has super hearing. Because he hears the just one tiny guy in the stadium talking to his girlfriend, going, "You see, he's good wearing his underpants on the outside of his his uh, his thing," and he just looks at the guy, and that's when he snaps. <gasps> because if you imagine how many things Superman has had to hear in his life, that's why I would never want to be a telepath. <laughs> right, right. Who wants to Who wants right. to actually know what people are thinking right. about? One them? of my favorite questions I ask people is, if you could have one superpower, what would you have? All right. Uh, do you want me to answer that question? Please. All right. What would my superpower be? I think it would be flight. Right? See, most of the comics. Or teleport. Teleportation is yeah. mine. I'm yeah. like, I need to be somewhere right now. And I, <laughs> I would can love do six shows in a day. In my, I'd love to sleep in my own bed. And I would like <laughs> right? to teleport and just be there. Just be there. That's it. Not to wait for traffic. Yep. Just be right at the just gig or at the party beep. or wherever you need to be. That's right. it. What I like. Hey, we need you to come down and do this show right away. I'll be there. 35 seconds. Here's, here's a, a move sh- that table from in front of the couch. <laughs> exactly. Here's, here's a short lived, uh, recurring thing that I used to do on the dork forest is the dream sequence. All right. The dream sequence is what your, like what your, uh, how your, if you could organize all of your life all right. so that you could be really good at something. If you could have a moment that was amazing. My own is the government, uh, kidnaps me. Okay. I am uh trained and <clears throat> made to work out to turn into a Lafemme Nikita sure. like assassin. Sure. We love her. Where I am a super both, fox. Both movies. Right. Super fox. Oh, so you've already deadly. accomplished that part. That's it. Boom, ladies and gentlemen. And Guile uh Bealum uh, turns out flat earth. So uh <laughs> raconteur. Raconteur, traveling man. And uh <laughs> so but the uh uh and then and then I could be a killing machine, uh, but I would only use my powers for good. Now yeah. Uh, as a bit one? of a nerd, I've actually sworn to only use my powers for good. Oh, there you go. So, Which is I think is the way to go. As a younger person, I decided. That you would only use your powers for good. It's kind of a challenge because you know, it is possible to use your powers for 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 at least irritation and let's and, go back to coach for a minute. I would like to I'm kinda yeah. getting into that. Um uh, I I um, while I do, uh, pledge to use my powers for good. Yep. I'm really, my, my alignment will really be more like neutral good. Okay. You know, cause I'm not super judgy. I just, right. 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 And, and, and things can wash over you. And things, can, you know, <laughs> listen, humans are humans, man. You can't sit around judging them all the time. We never get any shit done. Sometimes right. you just it's have exhausting. to do shit. It's exhausting. Yeah. <laughs> it's exhausting. That's, really, Jesus wasn't that loving. He was just tired. He's like, just, fuck. It'll be fine. I can't keep judging you dudes. Right. Uh, let me just draw on the, in the sand here and but, go. Talking about codes, uh, I have a friend who's a super gigantic Star Trek nerd. Okay. And he actually, uh, one time we were talking about something, he's like, uh, I try to comport myself as if I went to the academy. <laughs> I was like, right? Very Dude, nice. Live up to your academy ideals. Yeah. And so I just think that's kind of, you know, there's probably some nerds who have like a sort of Batman type code or did some yeah. sort of thing. It's one of those things. It's one of right. your rites of passage well, and, to and, nerd, nerd adulthood. Right. And how do you manifest that nerd code? How do you, how do you use your powers for good? Uh, I try not to take advantage of people through my, uh, charm or quick wits. Exactly. Right? Exactly. I could be a con man or sell insurance or loot your fucking pension fund. I'm pretty sure I could. Right. Uh, uh help people in need. Right. When, right. When, when you, when you see a need, you like to be of service. If you need something, you need yep. help carrying something or something like that. Right. Uh, stick up for the little guy. Yeah, little underdog. Little underdog. That's it. Someone's not being cool. Don't be afraid to be like, "Hey, man, cool you, out." Right. You see something, say something. It turns out the TSA has one good slogan. Uh, you know, the challenge sometimes though is knowing what to say. That is true. Right. How, what so, do you? Yeah, it's a how superpower. You, how, yeah. How do you pick? I make a joke. Usually, just generally try, try to. 
Just would, diffuse it. Hey, come on, you guys. It's Friday night. Let's just all drink and not fight. How about that? Is that possible? <laughs> I get, I get here's a, fight. here's the thing. Here's the thing. Uh, that's I a good get, go-to. I get just as much of an adrenaline rush from breaking up a fight as I do from being in a fight. And all I feel right. better about it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Fuck. Cause you get the same rush. You jumped in the middle like, oh, everybody fucking cool out. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. Then you, <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, you're like, yeah, hey, I helped to, yeah. right. As opposed to like, Fuck you! And you're all jumping right, right. in. The same same drugs are in your system, right? right. Your adrenaline and all that shit's still coursing through, but it's right. a whole different mindset. Context huh. is so important. Huh. That is interesting because it's it's right. Yeah, a lot of people jump into things to help out because they fucking you know it's it, it puts drugs in your system. Yeah, it's you know I uh, I'm a bit of a helper magoo is what I think of myself as. Sometimes I help people they didn't ask for it. They you that's the thing that is very hard. That is Very hard uh, to be of service when uh, nobody fucking A, asked for your opinion. <laughs> nobody asked for my opinion. <laughs> my and... daughter told my son once when they were both little, she was like, you can help by watching. Ooh, that is a good one. That is a very good one. Yeah, I want to help. You can help by watching. You can help by that? watching. You're that helping, is very you're helping everybody. That is, uh, you know, uh, Andy Ashcraft, my fella, uh, his dad told him when he was 11, he said, uh, this is, this is, Parallel thinking, but not not the same. But same, the uh, uh, his dad said to him, "Son, before you say anything, take a look around the room and think to yourself, does anyone give a shit?'" <laughs> and he said it really changed his life when he was eleven years old. <laughs> That's a good. <laughs> it's a huge it's thing a to tell a ten or eleven year old. They can handle it. They're yeah, old enough to, that's a, to figure it out. They got double digits. Listen, it's all right. Uh, 300 years ago, if you were 15, you had already been apprenticed to somebody and you were practically in college and you were looking and at a wife. And you were done. You were done. You were looking at a wife. You're going to be dead in another 15, 20 years exactly. anyway. So you better Middle try age. to get it in. Yep. <laughs> right? Get so, it together. So 13 and 14 year olds and 12 year olds, they can handle a lot more than I think we give them credit for sometimes. I mean, it's nice that they don't have to right. in America. Yeah. For the most part. For the most part. Uh, depending on your stratus yep. or whatever. But. Where you're sitting. Where you're sitting. What you're driving. It's true. So do you, are you, are you, when you say sci-fi books, let's talk about that. Yeah. What, what do you Sci-fi, mean? fantasy, all that nerd shit. All that nerd shit. Do you read uh, the Star Trek books? You read the Star Wars books? Uh, no. No. You don't because well, you're a 46-year-old man. And, yeah. And a, this, uh, I have, well, I have a friend who's 40-something and he loves the Star Trek. He's read all the Star Trek books. And that's, all that is that your buddy who lives or, all, all the Star Wars books, rather. Star Wars. Uh, my homie who's the, from the Academy. He's probably read most of them. He goes sure. to all the conventions and shit. Um, I guess they call sci-fi speculative fiction now. Oh, you enjoy? So you like more sciencey stuff or more fantasy stuff? Both. Yeah, I too. like a good story. Yeah, me too. Who's, right. What? What? What, uh, what are a couple of favorites? And what do you? What do you? What do you like? What are you reading now? Anything? Uh, what, Neil what Stephenson is one of my favorite writers. Is that that Zodiac uh, guy? He wrote. I think uh, he wrote Snow Zodiac Crash? Snow Crash. That's it. Snow Crash, uh, mm-hmm. Cryptonomicon. Cryptonomicon. That's a great book. Uh, and the super crazy long, uh, the Quicksilver trilogy or whatever, System of the World. Oh yeah. It's amazing. It's long. It's long. Oh, it's, it's a super long. Thousand million pages. Right. Uh, so many. So, so they many broke pages. it up into three smaller books. It's, I, I, the first book of his I read was Snow, was, uh, Zodiac. I never read why, Zodiac. I hear it's I, just okay. Uh, well, first of all, blessedly short, my friend. Oh, well, there you go. And, uh, you got one of his that. first books. And, and, and it's funny. Oh, okay. it's, 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 the, he calls it an eco thriller. Right. Yeah. Right. And it's about essentially the, uh, a giant trash dump in, um, Boston Harbor. So, okay. and, and a, and an inflatable boat called a Zodiac. Ah. So, and they have a van and they get stoned and things are working out. I like it. And, the, and they use their powers for good, man. And, exactly. Uh, and then, exactly, Snow, man. and then I read Snow Crash, but those are the only two I've read of his. Uh, Snow Crash is great. That, that, uh, book is so prescient. Yeah. Yeah. So and, prescient. And, so and it, even more than William Gibson kind of was. Uh, the Neuromancer Mona, guy, Mona Lisa Overdrive. That's it. Count I, Zero Interrupt. Mona Lisa Overdrive has been staring at me for about a month and a half. I have a shelf. I find that his, I don't know him personally and I, you right, know, right. whatever. Uh, this is just a critique. Feel free to critique my act as well with exactly. a, a, a kind yet stern eye. I yes, have no problem accepting criticisms. I find like I really enjoy his visions of okay. the future. Okay. And his concepts of the future. A lot of times I feel like his stories are kind of, they don't really, it, they don't the move character? like I would like them to move and the writing is not as crisp as I would like sometimes. So the character work or the actual, the overarching storyline? Johnny Mnemonic. That's yeah. a William Gibson story. Okay. 
and it was a pretty good William Gibson story. And the the laser whip or whatever, the micron thin thing that slices wow. people in half and all that crazy shit, all super plausible. Um, but, uh, I don't know. They're all just kind of the, the stories could be a little. You, okay. I mean, it's like, as much as like, like Neil Gaiman, like yeah. you can, you can basically break it down like this. Some dude finds a portal to a world that, a fantasy world that's right next to ours and they yep. mix and then that's his whole story like every time like Neil Tim Gaiman. Hunter yeah American Gods Good uh, good Omens Good Omens same thing I love Good Omens good, I did not say that they weren't great books no no yeah right but good all omens, good books Good but, Omens doesn't have a parallel universe it supposedly takes place in this universe right with the serpent and the and the angel uh, good omens. I may have to reread it that's the yeah. one with Terry Pratchett yeah I'm pretty sure I read that book uh, maybe Terry Pratchett Smoothed him out of his concept. Right. And, <laughs> well, and I think that, uh, that Neil Gaiman smoothed uh, Terry Pratchett's love of a pun. Oh, and, I do uh, love a good pun. <laughs> Terry Pratchett, Robert Lynn Aspirin, um, yeah. um, who's your boy? Um, Piers Anthony, although he's not my favorite guy, but uh, I'm still a fan of good puns. Spider Robinson, great puns in his Spider? science fiction. Spider? That's a great name. Uh, Callahan's Cross Time Saloon. Those are some old 70s short stories right there. All right. Some of All them right. still hold up. I, I, they're short stories too. So if you don't like it, you just pick another one. But. Oh, there you go. Fair enough. What yeah. about, um, have you, have you read, like there's some really dense, uh, sciencey science fiction stuff that, that Andy likes that I've read two of now. Ian Banks. How about that Ian guy? Banks. Ian Banks. I don't know if I know that one. And, um, Ian Banks wrote Player of Games. Somebody handed me that. Is that the, one where there's the like two or three alien the culture, races. It's the it's a, the over it's a it's a distant future where the culture is the is is sort of the empire, right? Okay. And then it has a million worlds, and the and there's no starvation, there's no problems. So everybody, they the, all they have is gossip and drama and <laughs> humans. They're humans. All they have is being right. human. All they have is and uh, the robots are all sentient. And the, the puns entirely, by the way, there is a whole section of puns because all the ships are alive and the ships all have names that reflect their personalities, which sure. are very, very funny and very silly. So almost what, what sort of personality would a ship have? Are they kind well, of giant sometimes, sometimes they're sad. Sometimes they're war boats. Sometimes they're party boats. Some, uh, and, and they, the last one I just read, I think was called Accession. E X C E S S I O. Thanks. I will check him out. He is, it's, they're, they're, what I like about them is that they're science. They're they're pretty sciencey, so they can be a little dense. Sure. And so they're what I like to call are smart books. And then uh, but, that's one of the things I like about Neil Stephenson is he takes like he can take the hard science and break it down for right. everybody. And he also does a really good job of describing nerd culture and nerd thought patterns. Then I think you would like Ian Banks because uh, the other good thing he does is is each of the characters they're in this weird foreign world, but they're so human. Yes. Even the ships. Are so their motivations are so very day to day, and you're like, okay, that that ship has the most power in the Maybe world. Maybe that ship just needs to get laid. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You'll feel a little better. It'll yeah. Leave some ship endorphins. So, so some ship oxytocin. Oxytocin. What yeah. is oxytocin? That's the cuddle drug. Oh, is that a cuddle drug? After you, after you've had the sex, yeah, you know, the orgasm, and you wanna... your, your body, especially in the female, it releases the oxytocin, which. I like the amount of research comfort. that you put into I'm this. I'm a nerd, dude. You're of course you read up on it. Exactly. My research shows me that this move is 85% effective in this particular <laughs> situation. Success! <laughs> right? Judge right. achieved. <laughs> Achievement unlocked. This man, there's a badge. Titties unlocked. <laughs> Good lord. <laughs> I'm, I'm tempted to stay with science fiction books. I should get a little books. cursor on my glasses for one shilling. Oh, there you go. Like a heads up display. What would you like? What would you like to say? Uh, Titties unlocked. (laughs) (laughs) I, I, there's part of me that wants to go to Greek and Norse mythology and there's part of me that wants to talk about weed. Which one do you want to talk about? Whichever one. I'm, I like both of those things. Sometimes I get stoned and reread old Greek and Norse mythology. Do you have your weed card? Of course I have my weed card. Is Uh, it legal in Sacramento to have a weed card? Is it the whole state of California? California? It's It's legal in in the state of California, it's there's medical marijuana. Medical marijuana. Okay, right. so and there's medical marijuana in Oregon too, and Oregon will, will Oregon doesn't recognize your card. Michigan will recognize a card from any state. Vermont will recognize a card from any state. Arizona recognizes a card from any state. I think okay. Vegas does as well. Just the city though, it's a city ordinance. Maybe the entire state of Nevada. It depends because Nevada caps are Nevada caps, so you just got to be careful because oh. it's still Nevada. Okay. 
And then, uh, and then you go in. Yeah. Now, Ron Funches does not enjoy edibles. Do you enjoy uh, edibles? I'm not the biggest edibler as well because I'm self-employed. Yeah, yeah. And uh, pot food wrecks my productivity. Well, he said, yeah, because you never know what you're going to get. It's an adventure. Right. You can you can end up over medicated. I do like bang bars because they're very consistent in their dosage and they you can break them into four little pieces. If I eat one piece of the bang bar, it's it the equivalent right. of me like smoking half a joint or whatever. Okay, so you know what you know how to dose it. I know what I'm getting. Okay. So I'm not mad at that. But yeah, I've been caught by surprise a couple times. Okay. It's just not, you know. Maybe you had shit to do that right. day. Right. Right. And all, and and it's a candy bar, so you're like, Well, I'm gonna eat the entire candy bar. Uh, and that's by what, accident, <laughs> right? right? You're like, right. I'm just going to eat half of this thing. Oh, this thing is really tasty. Yeah, it's tasty and it's stonerific. And, and then you know, you're that's toast. Uh, back in the day, your pot food would taste like pot, right? Because nobody made your fancy infused oils or your butter. They just dump a bunch of pot in the brownies. And so you're like, ah, ah, right? Twigs, so you berries. Just, yeah, you just yeah. choke it down because you know <laughs> you're going to get stoned, but you're not going to eat the whole <laughs> damn plate. And right. right. And now, you know, oh, fancy sea salt caramel dark chocolate truffle with goat cheese extract or whatever. It's 150 <laughs> milligrams of marijuana in it, which is, or THC, which is yeah. like a quadruple dose. And it's, you know, as big as a little small chocolate. You're like, pop. Oh man, that was good. And then two hours later, you're like, oh, fuck. I guess I'm done for a couple of for hours. The day. For the for, day. For a couple of hours. Yeah. Done for the day. And like, I mean, look, I have some friends who can just eat. They, they they can do edibles and they're fine. They're fine. They can eat it all up. Right. I just I just not now, me. I'm not 22. Right. Well, that also. But I will smoke you under the table. Don't get it twisted. I will now, smoke all the weed you have and then go get some more. And do you get do you get like the bud or do you get the vapor stuff or the well you the turn the bud in the vapors or you can buy that. I like bud. I like flowers. I'm uh old school. Not just old school. Uh, I'm a bit of a nerd about it. It's kind of like why. I mean, I have some friends who are hash nerds, but I'm really like a weed nerd. I like to go to the garden and smell the thing and talk about the genetics. Oh, this is a cross of OG and and White Widow, and it's like this. And this is well, you know, the train wreck genetics came from here, and this guy crossed it with that, and this and there's microgrows. You, you go, go up into to the science of it, right? Oh, dude, it's crazy. There's genetics and things, and you go to Strain Hunter on, on YouTube. Okay. There's a thing called Strain Hunter, and it's these cats from uh, Cincy Seeds, and they just go around the world looking for crazy old school marijuana strains like we're deep in africa looking for the malawi gold and the <laughs> durban poison and all that shit and i'm just like nerded up like yeah go get it fine bring that shit back it belongs in a museum <laughs> and uh, <laughs> like but they're looking for like heirloom seeds heirloom, pretty much heirloom seeds it's kind of yeah. the same thing yeah yeah, 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 yeah so yeah, you're yeah, like yeah. these are the greatest tomatoes ever made that are no longer available at the grocery store this uh, right. is the greatest pot marijuana right. that's ever my grown. boy grew this personally this is his own head stash he doesn't sell it to anybody it's called purple retard yeah you know <laughs> Don't make fun of them, blah, blah, blah. Right. Like, you know, this is, that's the whole kind of, it's a, that's the, I love that shit about, I love, I love plants. I love that part about that so much. And hash is cool and all the other things are cool, but really, I like weed. You like weed. You I like, like marijuana. Weed. I like the feel of it. I like the smell of it. I like the stickiness. I just love pot. And then, and then you roll a joint. I like joints. You like joints. So yeah. it's not a bong. It's not a pipe. Oh, you'll do whatever oh, you want. But I mean, smoking weed is smoking weed. Friction yeah. is friction. Yeah. But, uh, but you're going to, but on an ideal if, world. It, if I had my druthers. Yes. I'd and you drew. I'd, <laughs> yes, I drew. Yes. I drew a large draw on the way yes. here. I, uh, uh, I'd rather smoke a joint. Yeah, fair yeah. enough. Right. If you what drop your... it, it doesn't break. Right. And you can eat it if some shit goes sideways. <laughs> <laughs> you can't eat your pipe and they'll get you on paraphernalia. Fair enough. Not here, but other states. Right, right. What about, um, a, your favorite strands? What are the, what are the strand of weed that you like and what does it do for you? Oh, depending on where you're at, you know, it's, uh, I like the flavors. So, um, do they infuse I'm, them with like lemon or something? What do you well, mean? It's the ter- terpenes, right? Terpenes are the, the part of the plant that give it the smell. Have you ever smelled a bunch of different weeds? I can go to the car. No, I'm good. <laughs> it's all right. Cause we can <laughs> have a, after. we can have we a can smelling have a smell off. We can, have, I'll come with you to the car. It'll be great. <laughs> well, we can't bring any weed in the house. <laughs> <laughs> You can you can bring weed into the house. There, there's already weed in your house, Jackie. I'm here. You think right. <laughs> I, I wore a jacket. You walk you into the building. There's just, weed here. It's, it's a gift and a curse. The good right, news right. is I probably have some bad some weed on me. The bad news is I probably have some weed on me. So We're, we can't really. We might not be able to walk just into the police station or it, whatever. It's all good. But, but what is your? I can't be starting fights. What's your favorite? What's your favorite thing though? 
Like, oh uh, man, uh, I like the African strains a lot. I like Durban Poison is one of my favorite strains of all time. It's a wh- very, uh, yeah. it's a speedy kind of strain, right? So there's two different main, uh, genuses or branches that yeah. people smoke on the cannabis, right? So there's the indica style, which is, um, generally a shorter, thicker bud. Yeah. And it grows kind of fast. Yep. And, uh, uh, and those effects, Tend to be more like mellow, couch lock, right? Chilly. <laughs> couch lock. Couch lock. That's what they call it. You're just kind of <laughs> locked. Like, All right. You're just locked on the couch, dude. You're going to call it. Turn that Netflix on. Right? It's super yeah. cool. Uh-huh. Whip out your Xbox, call for some food. Yep. And then, uh, there's the sativas. Um, and so, so some examples of your indicas would be like Romulan, um, uh, <laughs> granddaddy purple. Sure. Um, but they they get you high quick. Uh, what's well, the, the other they, one? They, they, they get they get you high. It depends on your person who, who gets high, how fast. It depends on the plant too. Yeah. But the, the the type of high. Yeah. Right. So it's more like a like a mellow. Okay. Right. But then when you smoke the sativas, like the train wrecks or the Durban poisons or some of those other ones, it's more like a buzzy. Like, hey, let's fucking wash the dishes or. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna go run my errands. Okay. <laughs> right, right. Right. I'm gonna go run some errands. I'll be right back. I'm gonna okay. work on this project. I'm gonna yeah. write this song. Right quick, which is a whole different sort of burst. You know, you can, some people get racing thoughts and that's sometimes the paranoia can come in from that too. If you smoke okay. too much of that shit and you're not right. used to your brain, like, woo, you're like, yeah, oh, yeah. why do I feel so weird? Yeah. Uh, you know, and if that happens, just eat something and sit down. You'll, you'll okay. Like drink a, a glass of water, have a fine. sandwich. You'll probably be yeah. all right. Okay. It's just pot, dude. You're not going to die. Right. Right. Well, Funchy was talking about, uh, this kind that he likes this one kind of pot that you're high and then you're not high in like 15 minutes. Oh yeah, that happens sometimes. I I can't say that that's my kind of pot. Um, yeah, I yeah. get, it. but you know, but that also can be a function of dosage too. Like I have a, a friend, his nickname is Two Hits. Yeah, right, because he takes two hits and then he's good. Yeah, right. But his whole nickname is- should be Two Hits. Every hour and a half or so, right? He's, oh, he does have to sustain. He keeps it smoothed out, right? Sure. Me, I'll smoke that whole joint and I'll be high as fuck for yeah. like an hour. And then I'm just kind of good for a minute. And then so like an hour and a half, be like, hey, let's smoke some more weed. I'm like, dude, I'm still kind of good. Yeah. Right? I smoked the rest of that joint. You only had two hits. Yeah. And I smoked the rest. So you go off and do your thing for Right. A so but. he he could do two. He gets to the point where he's like, I'm good for- Titrate your dose, It'll man. be fine. Right? Okay. Get to your level. That's a, And that's part of being an adult. Know your dosages. Know yeah. your limits. Know what keeps you at your optimal moderation in all things, including including moderation. moderation. That's one it. of my favorite quotes of all time. <laughs> that and don't thump a free melon. Oh, trust in Allah, but tie your camel. Oh, right, trust in Allah, but tie your camel up. That's yeah. a good one. I like that one. I'm right. uh, and I'm if you teach a man to fish, milk. you've ruined your customer base. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Give a man a fish, that man knows where to go for fish. You teach a man to fish, you've just destroyed your market base. Ah, uh, Elliot. Uh, that's a classic too, huh? Uh... I do that to people all the time. I reminded Tom Rhodes of a joke one time. He was on stage and something was happening. I was like, do the gay pride parade joke. He's like, what? I don't even remember it. So I went up. He's like, come up and do it. And so I oh, that's went awesome. And did the joke. It was hilarious. You know, I was just working with Regan, Brian Regan. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he does the hour he wants to do. Right. And then he comes out and does like five to 15 Request? Yeah, it takes requests sure. from people. And he sure. said the the only thing that disappoints him is that people they they know they only have a couple of words to describe. They can't go do the one where you did the thing, the thing where the, the guy comes in the party and then the guy, <laughs> you know how uncomfortable you were at that one thing. <laughs> He's like he wishes they could do it. You know he wishes oh, they could get man, there, but so it's just not enough. You know, There's not I'm enough sure time. you've been at it long enough too. People remind me of jokes sometimes. I was just doing a a weed festival a couple months ago, and somebody was like, "Do the one about the white widow." I was like. Oh yeah. 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 I can do that joke. Right, I should right. put that. I don't know what happened to that joke. Why that, happened to that joke? Why that joke disappear from the act? That's a good it joke. It like it was dated. <laughs> no, it's still a good joke. I don't know. I just stopped doing it. Well, eventually you get tired of doing the joke and then you move on to new jokes and then, right. but don't lose the old jokes. Respect the writers. Well, Tom it. Sawyer will tell you. Aw, uh, Tom Sawyer. Tom Sawyer. Respect the writer. You may get tired of that joke, but you know, sometimes it's still a good joke. It is a good joke. Mm, so you, you'll be at Punchline Sacramento, and New then Year's you're doing Eve. like R- Reno and Carson City at the and end all of the. the... Month. Well, I'll have to have you back and out to talk about Greek and in Seattle. Oh, in are Seattle. we done? We're, yeah, we're, yeah, we didn't we're... even get to the Greek and North mythology. I'll have you back on Thursday. Just... Happy Thursday, everybody. Thursday, because that's how it was named. <laughs> Yay! Did you see all the movies? Did you see Dark World and? Uh, uh, of course, of course, comic books and Norse gods. Come on, get out of town. Come on, get out of town. Come on, it has to be done. Please. <laughs> 
I even went and saw The Rock as Hercules. Oh, did you? And it wasn't too bad. All right. You know, two yeah. joints. <laughs> well. You do a lot of things. Right. I, He's got good stage presence. He's humorous. He is humorous. Uh, the Rock makes almost all movies better. The Rock made me almost start watching wrestling again back oh, in yeah? the day because he was so good at it. He is a charismatic, charming, charismatic, funny dude. Charismatic. What, what about that guy? That it doesn't even matter what your name is. I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead. And what about Drax? The the Guardians. That guy's a wrestler too, isn't he? Yes. Guardians of the Galaxy. He's no Dwayne Johnson. He is no, but he could be. I think. Because he has really good timing. He does have good timing. Because I think that, that that's the thing about, about wrestlers that you forget, is that they're kind of comics who work out a lot. It's um, <laughs> it's really opera for poor people. It is at that. Let's go sit in the cheap seats. And, oh, there's uh, crazy drama. There's outlandish costumes. There's betrayal. There's brother against brother. There's freakishly developed yeah. women. It's pretty much opera. <laughs> it's opera for poor people. It's, it's opera I've for poor people. always thought about it like that way. I think you are correct. Right. Cats come flying in from the rafters. There's crazy sets. Right. Ungai Obilum, you Jackie Casey. Uh, you've been on the uh, the Dork Forest and I have I have uh, this has been lovely. I had a great time. Can't wait to come back. Thank I you very learned much. Things, including the word scrimshaw. <laughs> ah, scrimshaw. Scrimshaw. Uh thank you very much for listening, Rangers. Take care of each other out there. Okay, bye. My hat, my hat, my hat. They're dancing around my hat. <laughs> my hat, my hat, my hat. Well what do you think of that? If it looks like a Mexican hat dance and it sounds like a Mexican hat dance, it's most likely a Mexican hat dance. So take off your hat and let's dance. Yay! Oh my god. Thank we you. why don't we just call that as the end of the show?